The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. It's exciting to see what's taking place in the world, knowing that we are on the inside. Sometimes you can look at different situations or people behind the scenes or whether it's a concert or band is popular, and you wonder what's on the other side of it or on the presidency, what's it like in the White House or what's it like in certain institutions or whatever behind the scenes to know the inside story because we don't get the inside story. We get what they leak to us, what they say to us, and it's always put in context of what's now everybody says is fake news, which is scandalous. Uh, it's really scandal-making. Uh, in Proverbs, it says very clearly in many verses, do not be a scandal-maker. In other words, even if something is truth, you're not to make it known. And we have the newspapers and the media is just looking for the next heist to explore something, exaggerate it, make it bigger, expose it for sensationalism. 
But it's really not about that. In reality, Satan is slander. Slander can even be committed even if something's true. We're not supposed to be making scandal. We're supposed to de-scandal. In other words, de-escalate, not escalate. The devil wins when there's more scandal because then it normalizes the scandal and more people start participating in that. The devil knows what he's doing. And the media, what they're doing, is straight from hell. We don't hear anything about Obama. All we hear is about Clinton. And they're not exposing that scandal because they want to keep that covered up. I want to tell you what I wrote in preceding the election, re-election rather, of Obama, that it will become more and more prophetic. The whole book was written in real time saying what was going to happen. And the truth is, it's a scandal that they're not reporting the truth about Obama. All the while, they even suppress Clinton, but they make scandal out of Trump. What do we make all these things? Yet, again, Alay says, expose evil. As my apostles, I want you to do that. So we're not to run around and expose things. We've got to do it in a biblical sense for us to be intelligent, for us to be aware, for us to be sensitive to what we have to walk in the future. There's so much stuff out there now. What stuff do you look at? What do you accept? What do you reject? I tell you, Obama was an agent of the devil. You're not going to hear anybody say that. And many people may say, that's scandal. I'm not judging his soul. I'm not exposing anything. This man was elected by darkness. And time will show, and I will say prophetically now, that the evil this man committed is beyond all the presidents that's happened preceding before him. How can that be said? You watch. Millions of people have died as a result of his presidency. You'll see things that come out. Actually, they're out there. You can find them. Why aren't they being reported? That's a scandal in and of itself. Because it's not scandal making. This is facts that happen that we need to know and to correct his errors. And we need that knowledge for the purpose of reversing. And there is a lot of reversing going on. All said and done, it's an amazing thing that nobody's bringing them up. Clintons are corrupt. We know that. But they're not near what Obama is. And I'm amazed. I'm astounded how nobody is bringing that up. Both the conservatives, those in the middle, or even on the left. That nobody brings anybody up about Obama. This guy did more damage to this country and to Christianity than any president, all, all the presidents put together. Can I prove that? I don't have to. It's self-proven. It will show up, and you will see it. Nobody will say this. They're scared to say things. Well, I wouldn't go that far and say he's an agent of the devil. He is. He was. Just what he did with the bombers in the military. And, and I just found out that France, France's president said that if you insult anybody— because of the gender orientation or something in reference to that, it will be punishment 
by jail time. What kind of time do we live in? And this is birthed by America in many ways. Yes, Europe was part of it. But Obama led it. We really need to look. Like I said, look at the signs of the time. She's not saying ignore it. Do your own research. I, this year, make a resolution to reread They Fired the First Shot, 2012. You'll see more in it now, after it's occurred, than when it was written of the things that was going to be coming. Because many things said aren't understood until after they happen. So I say these things because we are very ignorant, very led by what's going to be in the news to divert from the real news. And scandal-making is on purpose to divert you, not to look at the real tragedies that's taking place in our world and our culture today. We have all kinds of things taking place. The millennials, they're all now vacating the cities, which is part of our latest plans, which is a call. There's a writing that just was put out. It says, The urban revival of America's core inner cities has been a decades-long failed experiment. The deindustrialization coupled with the failed liberal policies have created growing problems for the inequality and violent crime. Middle-class advancement was once localized in the core of American cities, but this is not so much the case today as those areas are labeled as barbell economies divided between high-paid professionals and low-skilled service workers. And it goes on and talks about the cities have already reached peak millennium as young people are leaving the cities. That correlates to the rural life, which gets you closer to the agricultural life or agrarian life, which God called us to. Already there's populations of the millennials from Boston to Los Angeles declined in 2015 with a mass exodus from the city life. And all these cities now revamping and banking on the future, the young millennials, that's where they're going to be. They're going to be city dwellers. That was Cain's plan. It always has been. And if you've invested in that, you better be careful because it's over the peak. It's over. The cities like Boston, that's already reached their peak. They lost in 2016, 7,000 millennials. That's the news. That's the things you need to look, the geographics of what's taking place to understand where God's moving people. I put them in there. And our community really is about that, about the rare way of life. Mariana said, you'll know, and she said this after losing a child in her womb. She says, you'll know why I'm so sad because people are asking about it. In the future, why I want a big family. The grand life demanded a lot of children because just to take care of everything, to feed yourselves, you had to have labor. You said, well, we're just going to have children for labor. No, the scripture says to be fruitful, populate the earth. His people is to do that. Noah is told that. We are in a state where now we're in serious trouble because Western civilization and the Christianization that they brought about, mostly through the male, which is under attack today and prejudiced against, we're into another demographics 
that the handwriting is on the wall, just like a Necrobranozer. And it's very dangerous. And we've talked about this before. This may not be the subject you want to talk about on the week preceding Christmas, but it is about birth of the Savior and the need for a mother and father for God himself and his son. And we're going the opposite right now. Catholic writer George Weigel wrote in a recent article entitled What's Changed Since Humane Vitae? He wrote, Demographers tell us that a society must have a total fertility rate, or TFR, of slightly over 2.1, which is the average number of children a woman has during her childbearing years. So 2.1 is important if that society is to maintain its population over time. Here are the most recent Eurostat TFR figures for the countries of the European Union in 2014. Austria, 1.47. Belgium, 1.74. Bulgaria, 1.53. Croatia, 1.46. Cyprus, 1.31. The Czech Republic, 1.53. Denmark, 1.69. Finland, 1.71. France, 2.01. Germany, 1.47. Great Britain, 1.81. Greece, 1.30. Hungary, 1.44. Ireland, 1.94. Italy, 1.37, Latvia, 1.54, Lithuania, 1.63, Luxembourg, 1.50, Malta, 1.42, Netherlands, 1.71, Poland, 1.32, Portugal, 1.23, Romania, 1.52, Spain, 1.32, Slovakia, 1.37, Slovenia, 1.58, and Sweden, 1.88. Thus, the TFR for the European Union as a whole in 2014 was 1.58, well below population replacement level and heading toward the demographic Niagara Falls that demographers call lowest low fertility. Please note that no EU country was in a major war in 2014, nor was an EU country beset by a devastating plague, nor did Europe suffer a Vesuvius or a Krakatoa-like natural disaster. In other words, none of the causes of demographic collapse that have depleted populations throughout history was in play in the European Union in 2014. And insofar as I'm aware, European men have not suffered the loss of fertility that sets the stage for P.D. James' brilliant novel, The Children of Men. So, from a strictly social, scientific point of view, one is led to the inescapable conclusion that Europe's infertility is self-induced, which means that the European infertility is deliberate and willful, not random and accidental.
which means that Europe is contracepting itself into demographic oblivion. That's not an exaggeration. It's not theoretical. It's not contracepting itself into oblivion. It's a suggestion. Listen to me. I want you to hear what I'm saying about Europe, which includes Croatia, who had big families up to just a few years ago. It's irreversible. You can say it's prophetical to say that Europe is going to go away. But you don't have to say it's prophetical because science proves it. We've spoken about a mother and a father has one child and then another mother and father has a child. Those two childs meet each other and marry and they have one child. That's three generations. So you got four, mother, father, mother, father, first generation. The second generation, one child from mother and father and the other child, those two meet. That's the second generation. And then they have one child, which means that one child has six people, a mother and father, grandparents, mother and father on the side, grandparents, the girl taking care of them, is married, and the boy. And then they have one child. So that's six people that they're responsible for, that they got to either be taxed or even out there in the general society, that they have to pay for. Who's going to keep them up? Who's going to support them? You say, well, they can work for a long time. No, it's still the things in the benefit infrastructure and infrastructure of just society in the tax base is not there. Not just the tax base. The, how many times do you hear about, well, I take care of my mother and father? What are you going to do when you have six people over you? But let's take that one person there, and they marry... They're still in the third generation. That one child meets another child again, and that one has six people they're responsible for. The other has six people. You're talking about 12 people. Europe is cooked. And it's, the ultimatum is not there anymore. There's no warning. They have chosen this, and the consequences is coming. We're coming into a big, bad world. Yes, our lady's here. We were doing the novena. I was with my son Tony and his wife Erin doing the novena for Christmas novena. We were talking about Immaculate, who was here. She wrote a book about Cabejo and the visionaries. And one of the boys didn't know anything about Jesus, and he had Jesus appear to him, and Immaculate wrote this. She got his papers, and he was killed in the genocide. But anyway, where it goes from there is Jesus told him that there are going to be many, many people starving to death in the future. Many people. Just figure one person or two people for 12 people combined, those two people. How you, you can't do that. We're headed for trouble. Great difficulties, but nobody's going deep into what's available. This is a scandal. How many times have you heard about it or read about it? And when it's written, even this is weak about it. It's not going to say, we're in trouble. Europe, the Pope should be out every day. And he has said something about this. Where the Muslims have, that's why they have four wives. And that's why they allow it, to populate. There's no way to escape what's happening. 
Yes, our lady's coming here to save the world. But we're coming into something very, very different. A world of demographics is not conceivable in the consequences of where we're headed. That's why we have to evaluate everything. That's why we tell people to get silver. That's why we turn the miraculous message to go around into silver. To sanctify your money, not to hoard it, not to put it away, because better than silver is land. Better than silver is a grand life. Better than silver is a cow will give you milk, because the silver's not going to give it to you, but it can make you have something of a means that you can change your wealth now and saving it and protecting it. And don't be deceived by the stock markets. Bitcoins. This is air. It's, spec- it's not even speculation. It's beyond that. It's, it's a pyramid. Let's get more people joined. And I'm at the top of the food chain on this. I bought this low. I'm going to sell it very high. But then even them going to lose a lot of it because they're wanting to wait and wait and wait. If they're smart, they get out immediately out of it. But it's really also an unjust gain. It's not real wealth. If somebody's going to lose money in the end, then that person's going to have the wealth that really is stealing from them. But we don't see that because it's sanitized and it's clean and it's good and everybody's participating voluntarily. But look at this stuff. Peel back the onion and one layer after another and you realize, you see how rotten the core is. There's no core to hold it together. There's nothing there. Is the companies increasing in their wealth? Or is it speculation in the stock markets that people keep breaking the highs? It's just paper, people. Get out of paper, including the dollar. Get into silver. Don't procrastinate this year. January 1st, you change everything you got. I know where there's people now are signing up once a month, up to $10,000 a month, putting it in the miraculous measure go around. Why'd they do that? If you got $10,000, $15,000 a month where you're doing that, you've either inherited that or either you're smart enough that you've made that in your talent that you got enough talent to know, I'm going to put this away and save it. To contact Century Silver Exchange about the 0.999 Pure Silver Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Round, you may call 1-877-936-7686. If you go on the other side and look at the world and how it operates, you'll understand there is something up. Yes, the new tax thing is going to make a burst of economic growth, but ride that wave. Because just like every way coming to the shore, when you're on your surfboard, it ends. And this is going to end. And what just got passed is a good thing for a lot of people. But don't squander It's the last mercy of God to position yourself to get you where you need to be. Our community didn't plan to come into a grand way of life. When a lady asked for a community to be established here, it was for the mission. In fact, I got rid of a lot of equipment. I got rid of a lot of things, and I just focused on building the tabernacle and a lady's messages and the propagation. Slowly, we realized, though, as the community grew, one, five, ten, fifty people, we had to feed ourselves. And I didn't like the burden of getting donations to get more in a paycheck circumstance. We had to get away from the dollar. So we bought the animals. We bought the tractors. We bought these things. And the purpose of that is that we evolved in a grand way of life. 
I was completely content just to run the presses and build a system of infrastructure for spreading and propagating the messages. But what's that doing? That's just printing them. Our Lady wants us to live a way of life that the community itself, as my family did, and what we started off with, and incorporating our way of life, changing it, even though we're sinners, we still start following the messages and we begin to produce a lot of fruit in our life. The community comes along and the same thing happens with it. And through that, it's the witness. And a lot of people are starting in communities. They want to get into it. It's hard to do it. A lot of people won't give up what they want to. But in the future, you're going to have to have it. You're going to have to be the wagon train going across America. The Indians attack. You circle it. The women and children get in the middle. And you have to protect it. Your protection in the future will be community. You can't get there overnight. But what you can do is take this step. It's to safeguard your wealth. So you'll have something. And as soon as you can get in the land with other people or ever how it works, because you're going to do it by choice now or you're going to do it by force later. You take the pick. And most people won't be able to make it work because they're not willing to sacrifice and give up and come of one mind and one heart. They want to still keep their little territory and their privacy and all these things. Community takes a lot of sacrifice. Community takes becoming family, even above blood family. We're not all going to leave for Christmas to go back to our respective homes when we've got people in the community from all across the country. Why would we toil? Why would we watch each other's back? Why do we raise each other's kids, both families crossing a single consecrating the zeals as is, and then go somewhere else, even to blood family? Scriptures, Jesus says, I'll give you a hundred brothers and sisters and mothers, and fathers. He said that when your mother's outside, they tell them, you know, the Virgin Mary, she's out there, she's waiting for you. Who's my mother? Who's my brother? I tell you, he who does the will of God is my brother. And so Our Lady's calling for this. And sometimes families don't understand that, and there's empathy for that, and we're sorry for that in many ways. But same time, it's the call of the message. And we happen to help our family more by doing this, propagating the messages to make a better world than if we stayed in the world intact the way the culture has defined the family. It's not working. You can't hardly be a family after one or two generations. It disappears. You're transferred over here. You're living over this place. You don't have that. We've got a cemetery and we've got a birth here and everything between. So from birth to death, we're building a generational thing. And a lady called for it because it is the future. And you need to make those steps now. You need to take those actions of this direction toward the message. How do I do it? You just got to take the first step. You can't get and see the goal. People look at us, community. I want to be there. I want to be there. We've been hitting this for 30 years. Connected to Medjugorje. But I was doing it for 15 or 20 years before that. I had the mentality of the messages before I heard them, before I read them, before I knew of them. I was fortunate that I read and was thinking and reflecting on where the culture was going. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to be in the city. I wanted to raise my kids out in the rural area. I made all the right moves, I'm sure by God's grace, without me realizing it. To end up to what I'm doing today. 
and end up for the community people, can I can share this and my wealth with them to be here. If you're wealthy, you're going to have to share your wealth with other people to live on your land. By choice today, by force tomorrow. Europe is in a great crisis. And I just read recently, too, the United States has dropped below that 2.1 point. We were ahead of the game. You've got all these things taking place. Just read the signs of the times. This is a time of reflection. This is a time to make decisions. And you have to make thoughtful decisions. And you have to recognize who's the enemy. Pray for them. Pray for their salvation. Obama and what he did is an enemy to Christianity, an enemy to this nation. And history will show he did more harm to the United States than all the mistakes any president made since all the way back to George Washington. And I say that with full confidence. And things will come out more and more and show that. And this sacred cow that nobody would touch now, not even the conservatives are talking about Obama. And a lot of the news coming out is to divert you away from Obama. Do you see what he really did? It's not just Obamacare. I know some people write in, well, you're, you're very judgmental. I'm judgmental because of Senator Barry Obama told a nurse that we will make a comfort room that if somebody had intended to abort a baby and it was born alive, instead of sticking in the closet, our conclusion is, is not to stop that, but we make a little room with a copier machine where we can take a picture of the baby's feet because if the parents get regretful later, they'll have this on record. They get a little certificate saying this. They play music, and the nurse has a rocking chair. She holds the baby until it dies. This literally happened. And Obama was behind it as a senator. And he condemned the nurse. What was her name? Jill somebody. I wrote, I wrote about this. We researched it. It's real. That's just one little bitty thing. And only a Lucifer could do something like that. What about the mother? Well, they got a lot of distinguishing circumstances. They're desperate. They're whatever. They think it's the money. They're in trouble. Whatever it may be. That's not justifying her having abortion. But when you got somebody calculated, making a framework, this is the height of evil. And the list will grow. And we'll find out more and more about it. I want to interject right now about the community. Um, what we're in at this moment, we take an annual plea for funding. We're taking some major steps this year on some things that we have to do that would decrease our expenses, not just for the community, but mainly even for Caritas. And we're raising funds right now. We ask you, if you're behind your tithe, or even, and remember, tithe is a minimal request command, really. It's a minimal amount that God has called for. You're not generous by giving 10%. You say, well, I can't afford it. You can't afford not to do that. In the book of Tobit, it says, almsgiving, penance, and prayer atone for sin. But better than the other two is almsgiving for atonement of sin. So you're generous once you go above 10%. 
You say, I can't afford that. Well, fine. But if you haven't been to 10%, you can't make your 100% by not tithing 10%, go more than 90% when you do tithe. When you tithe, you're blessed. God takes care of things for you. We're in a position where we don't want to spend a lot of time, a lot of pleas. There are different things that come up. We say, we're asking for money for this. Well, the church asks four times a month for money when they pass a basket. We're far less than that. We don't generate sales for retail like a corporation. You fund it. We've got the evidence. We've got the testimonies. Many of you come to it. Many of you live by these programs, these broadcasts, the writings, the books. We give away more material, I, I, I can say confidently, because you know your peers, you know who they are, you know what they put out. I would say of the whole world puts out material in Medjugorje, we print and put out more printed material than all the Medjugorje operation together worldwide. We're made for that. And everything is basically way under cost or free. Most of it's free. And the proof is in the back of every printed material. Look, just read it. You can't even get that done in China that cheap. And all we do is ask for the paper cost back, basically. And even often we give those away and don't even ask for that. This mission is important. A lot of nonprofits are down on their donations. Catholic organizations, some of the mega ones are out there, are losing or going backwards. We have to increase because Our Lady's plan is increasing. 2018 is going to be more closer to the times of the secrets. Everything we're doing is poisoning ourselves and positioning ourselves to be ready. And we're very efficient. You visit have seen that. And we get distractors. We got enemies to what we do. We pray for them. But that's the confirmation. You don't have that. It doesn't. You're not confirmed by the baptism of fire and persecution. You're going to have that. Jesus said he'd have it. Why would we not have it? Don't be deluded by that. Or somebody say because we're praising Trump for something. Give credit where credit is due. Look at six presidents of what God ordained didn't do and what Trump did by making Jerusalem recognized as the capital of what God already ordained it to be. Some people don't think we should talk about that. No, when the actions of God, we will speak. If it alienates you from us, so be it. We want a base of people that can see truth, recognize truth, understand what they need to do, and make those decisions, because that makes us stronger. Christianity is something we stand up for. We did one of our things the night before last novena was called Brave. Be brave, get out there and say what you need to do, and don't be shy anymore. We have to speak up. We're not to be tolerant. You don't love if you're tolerant. You need to tell people what's wrong and what's right. And you're harming yourself, you're harming the culture. We've grown soft. We're out of time now, but we would like going in this Christmas season to remind you that Christmas... Is Monday, December 25th, and the day after is December 26th, and you turn on your Christmas music, on all your secular stations, it vanishes. Jesus is aborted. That's when we begin the celebration. 
everything was in anticipation up to now. We purposely have not, on our 24-hour, seven radio wave music that we play, not broadcast Christmas music until now. And we're going to go beyond Christmas because that's when the songs and that spirit should be relived and kept. I remember in Medjugorje at St. James Church, an Irish priest talking about how beautiful Christmas was in Ireland. You went to midnight mass, nobody had the trees up. You came back and you're walking down the streets. Everybody's got the lights on. They're putting up the Christmas trees on Christmas Eve night, midnight. And how beautiful it was. We've got a commercial economy dictating our holidays which are not holidays, they're holy days. They dictate to us. I think I mentioned on the show the other day, somebody went into Holly Lobby, a Christian organization, one of our people, and we asked for some Christmas things. They said, well, we sold out and we're already putting our Easter stuff up. This is a week ago. Why do we let the world dictate to us who we are and what we are and how we're going to celebrate it? So you'll be able to listen to this beautiful Christmas music well after Christmas because that's when you should be listening and encourage people to say and stay in that spirit. In the meantime, we'll be thinking about you in this holy season. We look forward to a beautiful Christmas, a peaceful Christmas, with a lot of thought of decisions for January 1st, for new resolutions, of incorporating the messages into a reality of your life, as Our Lady asks you to. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. Caritas of Birmingham has a spiritual mission. Our spiritual mission is first to witness Our Lady's way by helping to spread Our Lady's messages around the world, and second to work for the conversion and salvation of the world. We believe the miraculous medal Medjugorje Round helps accomplish this mission. In order to allow the ordering, payment, and distribution of the miraculous medal Medjugorje Round to be managed with the highest possible integrity, transparency, and service, Caritas of Birmingham decided to form Century Silver Exchange, Inc., a separate, for-profit subsidiary owned entirely by Caritas of Birmingham. Century Silver Exchange, Inc. contracts with a private mint not owned directly or indirectly by Caritas of Birmingham to produce miraculous metal Medjugorje rounds. Upon placement and payment of an order with Century Silver Exchange, Inc., this independent mint will produce and deliver the rounds. Neither Century Silver Exchange nor Caritas of Birmingham will handle the production or delivery of the rounds. No inventory of Miraculous Metal Medjugorje rounds will be maintained by Century Silver Exchange, Inc.
Century Silver Exchange Inc. bears its own expenses and will pay any income tax due on any earnings. At the end of each year, Century Silver Exchange Inc. will make a dividend distribution to Caritas of Birmingham of any remaining earnings, which Caritas of Birmingham intends to use to further the mission of Caritas of Birmingham. Information contained within this audio recording is for general educational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. Neither the presenter nor the broadcaster provides legal advice, tax advice, retirement-specific recommendations, or takes into account each individual's particular circumstances. Your investment and retirement needs may be different. Any sources provided by the presenter or the broadcaster are provided solely for informational purposes. Such resources are provided with the understanding that each individual is responsible for doing his own independent research regarding any decisions he makes about purchasing precious metals. Moreover, information included in any resources may have already been changed by recent events and must be verified elsewhere before choosing to act on it. Precious metals may appreciate, depreciate, or stay the same depending on a variety of factors. Neither the presenter nor the broadcaster can guarantee, and neither one makes any representation that the precious metals will appreciate. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Metrigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.